Defetim of Flamerule, 1491. Rausen from Awalon Rest, Tolarin discovered that his glass had magically given him the strength of an ogre. He seems uneasy about it though. I don't think the little fellow is comfortable with the unfamiliar power. We headed westward into the labyrinth. Wilbrick tried to open Achnozen door. Tigan passed through chart partially melted doors to the south, into a large, ruined workshop, and found a brazier glowing with an eerie green flame. The Forge of Spells Eureka! The room was guarded by a summoned beholderkin, who tried to parley. Tolarin Braskli rejected its questioning, so it attacked, casting an evil paralytic eye upon the Hufflin. Ganks, of course, rushed to defend his brother, punching the eye tyrant like it was a speed back. It was then that I came into the room, just as Tolarin was shaken off his stasis. The monster zapped magical fear and doubt at Ganks too. But the Dragonborn Monk permitted it all to pass over him and through him. Lernit Jorat ten joined us, helpfully identifying the beast as a spectator, now we were finally focused to defeat the named terror. Tolarin finished it off with a swing of his quarterstaff, knocking it out of existence. The little Hufflin monk was horrified to think he had vaporized it with his magical strength, though I suspect it just retreated to its native plane. On a work table, we found two treasures. Lightbringer, the holy latanderit maze described in the religious pamphlet I found tucked inside the journal of Ormen, and Dragonguard. An enchanted breastplate that was only briefly mentioned in the dwarvish tome. Tolarin removed his magical gauntlets, and gave them to Ganks, who evidently has no qualms against using performance-enhancing gloves. The Hufflin took an immediate shine to Lightbringer, certainly, a much finer weapon than his crude wooden quarterstaff. I suggested Brick deserved to wear Dragonguard. But he insisted his simple shame shirt would protect him better than the fancy breastplate, and so I donned the ornate magical armor myself. I must admit, though gold dragons are not really my style, it's a remarkably crafted work of enchanted smithery, and it fits my form surprisingly well. We continued down a set of stairs and came to another set of ruined doors which I managed to budge open. Beyond, the chart room contained beds, bookcases, and an obnoxious nerd While Tigan attempted to confuse the evil spirit, the other cans let their attacks fly, with Yorat's Eldritch Blasts and Tolarin's Blazing Lightbringer seemingly having the greatest effect. I joined the fray. Flynn fizzling force flex from my fingers for full effect, as Tigan and Brick finished it off. Searching the room, we learned that it was the Lair of Mormesk. Among his stacks of history books, we discovered 1100 copper, 160 silver, 50 electrum, 
and three diamonds worth one hundred gold each. We also found a mysterious map that seems to detail the location of some rather valuable rarities and a fine platinum filigreed wooden smoking pipe, which Gangs immediately claimed for his personal use, since he was out of rolling papers. With such a considerable haul of treasure before our eyes, we decided to quit while we were ahead. We packed it all up and headed back to Fandalin. Our epic quest is complete, and every cunt in our fellowship has a magic item of their own. We have truly gained much experience and treasure by brilliant dire misfortune to others, in Beshaba's belligerent name. Klaatu berade nikto amen.